0: Welcome to Spirited Word, by God's Word proclaimed, the Holy Spirit works faith in God's grace in Jesus, when and where he pleases. Sermons by Pastor Adrian Kitson, Lutheran Church of Australia. God's Word for today, last Day, actually called the Day of Fulfillment uh, by many in the church. 2 Samuel, wow, how long has it been since you had a look at 2 Samuel in the Old Testament? Chapter 23, just verses 1 to 7. And this is how it begins, friends. These are the last words of David. The inspired utterance of David, son of Jesse, the utterance of the man exalted by the Most High, the man anointed by the God of Jacob, the hero of Israel's songs. The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me, His word was on my tongue. The God of Israel spoke, the rock of Israel said to me when one rules over people in righteousness when he rules in the fear of God he is like the light of morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning like the brightness after rain that brings grass from the earth if my house were not right with God Surely he would not have made with me an everlasting covenant, arranged and secured in every part. Surely he would not bring to fruition my salvation and grant me my every desire. But evil men are all to be cast aside like thorns, which are not gathered with the hand Whoever touches thorns uses a tool of iron or a shaft of a spear. They are burned up where they lie. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to reflect on your word, hear your voice, uh, shaping our life, being with us, promising us many things, challenging us, calling us back to you. By the power of the Holy Spirit, use these words to do all those things. In these last words of David, in Jesus' name, Amen. Friends, I, I don't actually know if I've ever really seriously come across these last words of David or pondered them at any great depth. First Samuel 23. And of course, you can see why they're chosen for today. Of course, it's the last Sunday, the last day of the church year. So, some famous last words for the last day. Well, that makes sense. Well, I discovered there are other last words of David scattered throughout 2nd and 1st Kings and 1st and 2nd Chronicles and so forth. Some of them are about telling Solomon about how to rule when David goes. Some of them are words about those around David to guide him, uh, to help him, he's only young when he came to the throne some are a call to Solomon and all the court of Israel to deliver on the promise and the direction to build the temple so there's a whole lot of them there's about 10 actually but these words they're sort of different because they really are kind of last words that don't speak about any of that so maybe we could say these are the last last words of David and really, what makes them different, I guess, they are really about none of those other things. They're about what has been the critical thing, the most important thing, the driving thing, the creating thing, the, the most important thing that has made David, David. What's been the critical thing about his life from God's perspective? What's been the most important thing about him, despite his wealth and his fame and his fortune and all that stuff? I guess they're like the last word that we hear in this building quite often, unfortunately, but anyway, funerals. I hear a lot of last words. Of course, they're a bit different because they're spoken by someone else, not the person. (laughs) But nevertheless, they're kind of the last word on the person by some other person. Or maybe these are last words like last words you may have heard. You may have been blessed to hear the last, last words of someone you love as they fell asleep in the Lord. It does happen. I've been there. Or maybe the last time you spoke to the person before they died. And like when that happens, those words are seared onto your conscience, onto your heart, it seems. Whatever they are, they're words of a very important person in the Bible and in the community of the Bible I guess they're like Bert Newton to the entertainment industry, which we'll hear on Friday, is it? Or they're like uh, the people around Albert and Oval, or was it? Where Russell Ebert was remembered in the SA footy community. Very important words, very important people. Well, David, these are the famous last words of the greatest king the nation of Israel ever had. And the first words in these last words are the words about God's word, not about David's word. Interesting. The first words of the last words are actually about God's word. The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His word, not mine, was on my tongue. The God of Israel spoke. The rock of Israel Spoke to me. Spirit. Speaking. Rock. Solid. God's word in David. Through David. For the people. God's word in me. Through me. For the people around me. That, according to David's last, last words, is the most important, the foundational, the most shaping thing of his life and yours and mine. In the end, it's not words about myself from me that really count. It's about God's word in me and through me that stand. I wonder if that's what the little line between your birth date and your date of death on the front cover of your funeral service order or your headstone really contains, if you are a citizen of the King of Kings kingdom. Adrian Kitson, born the 1st of the 9th, 1966. God spoke, died to be determined. I've got to say, we don't often hear this kind of word, ...in the last words that are spoken that often. What seems to be more important and more spoken... ...are our words about our life... ...and our achievements and our status and our good deeds... ...and our hard work... ...and our kindness and our good contribution to the family... ...and to the friends and to the community and to the church. All good things, mind you. They're good things. But we don't often hear... ...that the most important things about a person's life are not their words, but what God said through them, how God spoke to others through them. So in a billion words that we hear daily in this world, with all of its beliefs and ideas, we really never hear that God's word is the great cause and the great goal of a person's life. It's normally humans that are that, or the environment, or God's wonderful creatures, or winning the game, or making the money, or achieving the name, or the look, or the feeling. Those things are raised up as the thing. Well, that is, on the other hand, there's another side to it. There's the dead opposite, too, these days in our 21st century postmodern culture. None of these things is ever spoken about because apparently there is no thing. There's nothing that's that important, that meaningful. There's nothing that's absolutely true. There's nothing that's really solid or really needed. Pretty hard way to live. David says that if your house is not right with God, secured and arranged in him, then you'll be like a maze of thorny weed infestation growing in your paddock or in your garden that eventually gets baked brittle by the sun. You can't handle it. It comes to nothing. But I've got to say now and again, just now and again, I do hear last words and they do speak about God's word as the word that really makes life what it needs to be. One day in a hospital room... With a pastor of God's people coming to his end, or is it his beginning? I took the opportunity to ask that man what his four plus decades serving God's people in various locations was really all about. Give me some last words, Pastor. What's it all about? What did you give everything for? What did you sacrifice everything for? What did you really need? What did you really want for the people? What did you want of yourself? What was really the most important thing? Not just about being a pastor, but about being a human being. Here's what he said I gave them the gospel. That's what he said. David said, The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. Fairly similar. I gave them the gospel. So, just like words from a person that you love and that you got to hear the last time you saw them or before they died, those words are now seared on my heart, my life goal and purpose to give them the gospel. And when my time here is finished, hopefully not too soon, you know, I'd be chuffed to hear that the main thing about me, love me or hate me, Agree with me or disagree with me. God spoke through him. As for wealth to pass on to the kids or the preservation of family and traditions and various heirlooms of various value and kind, being remembered in a statue or in some honour board somewhere in some hall, they're not even mentioned by David in his last, last words And I notice they're not mentioned by my old pastor friend. And I notice they're hardly ever mentioned in the last words at a funeral. The spirit of the Lord spoke through me. The word, his word was on my tongue. The God of Israel spoke. The rock of Israel spoke. And this rock of Israel did indeed speak. He continued to speak, didn't he? even more powerfully and fully and clearly, by who? The son of David, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He's the living, breathing, human and divine word in the flesh, on the cross, in the tomb, out of the tomb, ruling, gathering, calling, lighting up dark human minds right here on this ground. We are here because he's still speaking his word, is good news. And as we heard from Jesus last week, if you tuned in, every stone of our human achievements will eventually be rubble. There's one thing that won't be rubble. The word of the Lord will never pass away. It will stand, says Jesus. And as Bishop David Altus of our area, proclaimed last week, whatever we do in work, in life, in family, in church, whatever we do with this building and with resources that God gives us out of his vast treasure chest of gifts, do it for the gospel. Make it count for the gospel. The acceptance and the love of God that can't be earned and can't... Can't even be understood half the time. Use whatever you have for the speaking and the hearing of the word. Particularly, said Bishop David, to people out there uh, way more than in here. And what if we do this noble task? What if we do it? What if we speak and we do, and we speak and we do? What if we, who are also... May I remind you, anointed by the God of Jacob, as David knew he was, what if we speak the Spirit's words with our very lives, day in, day out, all the time we are allowed to do so by the Lord? Here's what happens. When one rules over people in my righteousness, peace, etc., when that person rules with the respect and the honour and the fear of God, that person is like the light of morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning, like the brightness of everything after rain that brings grass from the ground. So his words spoken through our lips, your lips, mine, of course accompanied with actions by our hands, They're the sunrise of a new dawn in this very dark planet and a sunrise of hope for all its people. So many I know would never listen to these famous last words but they are still famous last words and they still resonate. God's great words are still being spoken. Advent and Christmas is coming, yes, The gospel is an especially brilliant light, as our Lutheran confessions put it, that changes shepherds and wise travellers and a young woman and a befuddled husband. And what about this church of ours? This church is the new grass that has grown up from the ground as a result of God's rain and sun in the sun. The Spirit of God speaking in us and through us. That's producing fruit, real fruit, generation after generation until all the generations come to an end and the beginning begins. Friends, you are David. You are anointed by God in your baptism, and your life is a voice. Your life is a message. Your life is a word. And when you fall asleep, or Jesus completes everything before that, the thing about you that will be spoken about you, I pray, they'll say, God spoke through that person. That person spoke God's good news the way they went about their work, the way they went about family, the way they went about community and church, the way they went about relationships of all kinds. That person, that woman, that man was God's voice, his word at work, his spirit speaking good news to me. May you and may we as St. Petri be able to say our famous last words as David was allowed to do. The spirit of the Lord spoke through us. His word was on our tongues more than our own words. The God of Israel spoke, the rock of Israel said things to us and through us. When you ruled people with Jesus, the son of David, in his grace and truth, with all honour and respect for me, says the Lord, you were the light of morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning in this community, like the brightness of everything after the rain that brings new fruit from the ground. Friends, We've got to speak God's famous words with every word until the last word. In the name of Christ, amen. We pray, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for this word and we pray that you would use it to inspire us to confidently speak and live and do your words day by day until the last day. In Jesus' name, amen. So friends, the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may overflow today in hope, hope in God's word. The Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favour and give you his peace. Go in peace today. Amen. Thanks for listening. Pastor Adrian serves at St Petrie Lutheran Church, New York, Barossa Valley, South Australia.